Don't be a dummy. That's how we're going to start this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to hey. the Troll Talk Podcast, episode 7. Uh, today's special guest is none other than the content creation machine. I don't think anybody works harder than him when it comes to content creation. No good average gamer. Or no good. Or Joe. How are you, buddy? Hey. You have one of the longest fucking Twitch names. <laughs> I'm working on changing it. I'm just, I'm holding off so much. Why are you I changed. Off? Because you have to change everything. That, yeah, that, that's true. Like everything that's connected to it, you got to make sure it's all changed. And I just don't have time to sit there and go through everything. I need a day where I can just I can change the name and then I can go through everything that's connected to it. Uh, Streamlabs, stream elements, uh, all all the browser sources, all that stuff. It's going to take some time to make sure everything stays connected. Well, for people that might not know who you are and what you do. Right, I, I say you're a content creation machine. You're on a lot of platforms. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I like a good margarita in my NA glass or wooden cup. So <laughs> <laughs> I always call myself the Midwestern Twitch streamer slash YouTuber slash content creator. And, you know, I like long walks around Brown Rivers and uh, indulging in some gas station sushi. So, <laughs> I, like, I I uh, <laughs> I am a Twitch streamer. I have a couple YouTube channels. I have uh, No Good TTV, where I basically just regurgitate the content back onto there, and then I have my No Good Reacts, which is my reaction channel, yeah. um, where I react to music and movie trailers. And then I have my TikTok, which is No Good Average Gamer, and that's at like what. 50 point, they're 53k so yeah i think i just hit like 53k yesterday or something like that yeah um you also have then, no good ctv on uh, on tiktok yes i'm trying to grow i'm trying to grow a streamer tiktok a streamer only tiktok yeah it's not easy to do because uh what what do they what do they call it twitch talk twitch talk or whatever you call it twitch talk is just twitch talk so inconsistent well, and that's why I'm trying to be consistent with it and just make it all streamer oriented and get all the streaming stuff kind of off my no good average gamer one. And yeah, I'll change the name on there. Yeah, um, it's building. It's slowly building. But yeah. I mean, it's just one of the things with uh, TikTok is they don't want to see another platform being promoted on there, which is actually the way a lot of them are. Instagram is that way. Yeah. YouTube's that. Well, YouTube's not necessarily so much that way, but YouTube and TikTok or Instagram and TikTok are very much. They, they want to uh, make sure that you're not promoting Twitch or something else on their platform. Yeah, they don't want you, like, talking about anything else other than what you are posting on, which it, it's kind of ridiculous. There's some myths that if you have a TikTok watermark on an Instagram reel, Instagram detects it and makes it do worse and all this other kind of stuff. They won't make it do worse. They won't push it out. Yeah. Is that actually like a confirmed yes, thing? Yes, that, that's actually true. TikTok does the um, TikTok kind of does the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm also don't make fun of me because I'm like I'm I'm literally just getting on everything. Yeah. Um, I'm on Clapper as well, which is basically a TikTok ripoff. Okay. It, it's like Kmart TikTok. Okay. But they like they're not as uh, strict with the content. But one of the things is that you cannot have a watermark or they won't push it up. And they, wow. they straight up tell you, like, hey, we in, we saw a watermark on here. Uh, you won't be pushed to the For You page. And, you know, so in the in the long term, don't yeah. do this. That's interesting. And, like, 
Do, do you feel like if you use one of those watermark remover websites that kind of just blur it, does that work on those kind of web or those kind of uh, social medias now? So about Ooh. that, I think it was two days ago. Let me pull this up. Yeah. Um, I just found. Let's see. What's it called? I just found talk repost. Okay. Um, and if you can see. Yeah. It's hard to see it. Talk yeah. repost in the app store. Now, it's seven ninety nine for a week. Um, yeah, it's pricey. But the thing that I did—that's like thirty five dollars Canadian. No, <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like a down payment on a house. What the fuck? <laughs> um, it's seventy nine seven ninety nine a week, which I was like, dude, that's super steep. Yeah. But what I did, I paid the one, paid it for one time, and through this week, I'm going through and finding all the TikToks that I want. Um, mm -hmm. That I want to pull off and repost, and I've just downloaded them all. And it's perfect. There's no watermark or anything. So it's just Like, it's does it clear. cleanly remove it? Mm -hmm. Cleanly wow. removes it. Completely that, gone. That's impressive. Yeah, well, I don't know how that works. To, to kind of get into the podcast, because I do want to talk about your entire social media presence. But before all of that, I want to talk about you. You are a forklift driver by day at Costco. Turned into a content creation machine at night. You are a loving family man with kids. What don't you do? Like, do you actually have time for yourself at any point in the day? Did, <laughs> uh, this is this is my time. Um, okay. Did did you did you remember these things or did you just research this? Be, be honest. Where, be honest. Where did you start your content creation? Be because honest. Doing my research, I found. A tweet from way back in 2009 of a very inspirational quote of yours. Oh, my God. And you can see God. it pop up called Chillin', Chillin', Chillin'. Can you tell us about the time that you started on Twitter before half the people that watch you on TikTok were even born? Why is um, Twitter your first social media? Because uh, I was chillin'. Okay. <laughs> I literally, I don't remember why I downloaded it. I downloaded it, and then I was like, this is stupid, and I just stopped using it. Like, you can see... If you did that research, uh -huh. um, you, you will see that, but then you will see a massive four-year gap. gap before your next tweet. But I think I have an idea on why you made a Twitter back in the day. Why you used to be part of a band called the Melbourne Drive and oh, Summer's Grey? Yeah. Tell me about your band, because this is why I, I said I, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about your singing, because you have like angel pipes when it comes to singing, and you had a band with a few of your friends and it kind of got mm -hmm. reworked and a couple extra people got brought in and swapped but tell me about the time that you were in melbourne drive and then where, summer's gray when the where how where did you find that joe 300z <laughs> on youtube oh my god oh my god how did you find that i need to go through and scrub my socials tell me about the first song my friend I want to know the negative things that you found about me. <laughs> I'm sure I know there's a lot of negatives out there. I'm I will grown be 100% honest so before much. we even continue. I didn't find a single negative thing about you. You are a fucking gem. No. Uh, yeah. 13 years my, ago, you didn't go you to made, my Facebook, uh, did you? No, I, I don't go to Facebook. Facebook is oh, personal. Okay. I never touch that. But <laughs> 13 years ago, you uploaded the cover of My Friend by Melbourne Drive. And it features you for... All the videos jumping around a lot while you are the singer. Were you the main singer of both bands? 
I was the only singer. You I, the it only was a singer? pain in the ass to try to get anybody to do a backup scene. Okay. Like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, well, people somebody's got to do it. If people you just wanted to play the guitar and the drums and shit like that. But like, you you were always known for jumping around in your like affliction t-shirts, your V-cut <laughs> shirts. Like, what? <laughs> Can you tell me about this fashion trend you tried to set in the early two or early 2010s, late Dude, that, 2000s? That was well. That was, uh, no, 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 I didn't have that one. I had archaic. I wore okay. poor man's affliction. <laughs> it wasn't like poor man because okay, they were still like 30 style, bucks. Sorry, affliction styled clothing. They, they were still like 30 bucks, but it was literally like the buckle knockoff version of mm -hmm. uh, affliction. <laughs> it was called archaic. All right. I wore a lot, I wore a lot of archaic. And V-cut shirts, even though you don't like to admit it. V-cut. V-necks? V-necks, yeah. Oh, I, don't, I never wear V-necks. Mm. When did we're oh you gotta pull up whatever picture you have of me wearing a V-neck. Hi buddy. <laughs> I don't have a picture of you in a V-neck, sadly. I couldn't get that in time. I, I, I totally didn't reach out to people, but uh <laughs> Did you hold on. Did you talk to Joel? Did you talk to Happy Feet? Or did you talk Or, or did, did you talk, talk to you did you talk to Dill? Did you talk to Dill? Dill messaged me five minutes before this podcast. <laughs> Is he here? <laughs> he might be. Oh. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> big shout out to Dill for the YouTube channel. I'll say that. Uh, tell me about why the band started. Oh, why the band started? Yeah, why all your uh, bands started. Because we can talk about the meme clothing and everything you did like that, but you started a band. Tell yeah, me about yeah. it. What was the inspiration? All right. Um, I loved music all through. Hold on. I was going to do something. I have, yeah, I'm very scattered brain. Yeah, so am I. Very scattered brain. Um, so I'll go off in all different different directions if I don't finish what I was doing. That's what I want to do was fine. pull up your stream and host well, real fast. That. Host. Now you're hosted. Thank okay. you. Well, I mean, it helps me too. I mean, yeah. it gets my people to Take look you. and go, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's doing this today. <laughs> um, so why did I start? I loved music ever since I was a wee, a wee little nooblet. I... Boys to Men. Yeah. I grew up on Boys to Men. And then it was, you, you want to hear this? You want to hear this timeline? I want to hear how it jumps. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Boys to Men is what got me into music. Okay. Loved it as a little nooblet. Okay. And then I went into Backstreet Boys. I've seen them live. Have you? New Kids on the Block and Backstreet Boys together in a concert. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. They did that tour. Yep. I saw them in Toronto live. That's funny. You know, I, I I guess I could say New Kids on the Block was one of them as well. Yeah. My sisters were big into them. I didn't. I only knew a couple of their songs though. But that's as a kid, I feel like you only know a couple of the songs. I only know. It's the not course. until you get older. <laughs> it's a, it's not until you get into uh, your older years where you you start listening, you start branching out. Yeah. But then again, also back when I was younger, how old are you? I'm 22. Yeah. So I don't know if you even know the days of it being hard to get music nowadays it's, it's super easy you can find whatever i grew you up on limewire <laughs> see i was before limewire yeah before you, you were on your walker man with a cd just that walkman. big thing or walkman sorry just walk it within your hand because it didn't fit in your pocket unless you were wearing a really baggy hoodie yep and, oh no they had clips on them man you just clip them to your pants oh you got a clip one they had clips on them. The only one I've ever seen, like, in person, never had a clip on the back, unless it broke. 
Mm, I don't know. I, I mean, know. I, I started off with a cassette Walkman and then went into the uh, the disc player. I don't know yeah. what you call that. Is that a Walkman? I don't CD know. Walkman? No. Portable CD player. Let's call it that. <laughs> so, anyways, it went from that to, like, corn. That's I, I, a I, big I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right? Uh, in middle school is when I started really getting into, like, uh, Eminem, but then corn and... Yeah. Um, Limp Biscuit, um, because okay. they just they had just come out, um, and then it went into I became obsessed with Slipknot. I respect it. Let let me tell you how I was at Hot Topic one day, and I saw a little demo cassette tape okay. of this band called Slipknot, and they're all in orange jumpsuits, and it was free, and I was like, "This looks awesome. Okay. I'm gonna take it." And I think it had like two or three songs on it. And I played that thing over and over until their album came out. So that was when they were like just on Ozfest, not even known. Yeah. So I became really obsessed with them, got into even heavier stuff, even heavier stuff. But then now, as I'm older, I like it a mix of everything. Yeah. I, I'm I'm into such like my most of my stream list that I play when I'm streaming is rock bands doing covers of like pop songs, old old rock songs, country songs, things like that. I respect because I, I, like I that. love that kind of music and I like the variation of it. No, I, I love covers as well, like especially if they're done right. Because mm-hmm. um, some covers are, are terrible. Some covers ruin the original song. Some covers blow that original song out of the water. Yeah. Like it, it all depends on really who you listen to, what kind of band is covering, what kind of genre and stuff like that. Like you're not going to have a rock band cover like a blues song kind of mm-hmm. thing sometimes it works though I, yeah. I i have definitely heard um some rock songs get converted into a more pop style and it's worked i have one cover of smooth criminal from michael jackson on my phone uh and i, I can't remember the name of the band that that alien ant farm ant farm does sound familiar oh wait 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 no no no, no. um i'm scrolling to find that's, it that's really quick Annie, that's any are you okay uh whatever that, is that what the song's called yeah smooth Annie, criminal yeah that is smooth yeah. Thermal. sorry that, that's my bad. literally the song i have on my phone yeah that, that cover i honestly enjoy more than the original and i know a lot of people will probably hate me for that because it's michael jackson but i don't know it's a little rock cover of a pop song and it works people don't realize the how much production value has increased over you know decades the last few decades mm-hmm. and how things are recorded and how enhanced everything is and how much better everything sounds because we've learned how to double things and just do all sorts of crazy stuff within the the softwares. Yeah. But I think to get back to your question, because I know we're just going to tangent. Oh, we'll tangent this. a lot here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was in middle school. Yeah, it was in middle school that I was playing guitar a little bit, and I sucked mm-hmm. at it. Um, and I wanted to start a band. So, like, we half-assed started a band. And then I was always singing, but I wasn't that great. I was in choir, like, all through school, okay. uh, elementary, things like that. Um, but, like, being a rock singer was never anything that I thought I could do. And then I started doing it. Yeah. And then, I don't know, we just – we molded together. And I was in bands on and off for, like, 10 years. I had one band when MySpace was around, and that band was called Elemental, and it – was the number one rock band in Indiana 
on MySpace for a week. So I mean, that's just, it's based on the plays. Yeah, that's an achievement. You were one of three I thought that was and cool. you were the top. <laughs> that was like my early 20s, and that, that was super cool. But then my guitarist left because the producer that did our album took them on tour with him. Oh, God. Because he, he had a successful band that he was going on tour with. Yeah. Big big name bands, Five Finger Death Punch, 10 years, things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And I, looking back, I was super pissed. But now as an adult, I'm just like, yeah, that was a smart decision. Oh, 100%. But back in the day, you just don't really, like, understand the aspect of it when you're just starting kind of thing. But now that you're an adult, like, you've been around the whole business side of it and stuff like that, too, or just business in general, and you've matured, you're going to understand why they did that. And at the time, that was probably one of the best decisions that they could have done. Yeah, um, to, to hook up with an established band rather than trying to become established, um, that was definitely the smart smart decision we i think we could have done some things so we had a lot up our sleeves but melbourne Drive uh, is the first one that i've been told about mm, so was it no element elemental was the first band um the first band that really did something yeah soul sick soul sick was one that's one that nobody in socials knows about because that was before i even did any socials mm-hmm but um, and that was like a Christian rock band. Okay. <laughs> it was metal. It was metal. It was a. Uh, it was all out screamings. Yeah. But um, it it's um, it was a Christian rock band. I came into the band. Uh, it was already established. Um, and then I also said that I would never do that again. Um, it just restricts you too much. Yeah. Good intentions, good heart, just restricts you way too much. Okay. Um, so then. That band disbanded. Um, we we put together Melbourne Drive. That's the road that I actually grew up on. Mm-hmm. I figured um, that was the the yeah you know, the meaning behind the name. We we put that band together, and that band did a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. But that was also in the era of going from recording um, analog to digital. Yep. So we didn't have all the devices at our at our grasp Mm -hmm. it's so amazing because it's like if i had the opportunities that i have now if i had them then it would have been so different because what i'll say is here's the link to the first video from that channel if people want to check it out oh i have your stream frozen that's my bad oops um there we go we're good now but yeah, that's the link to uh, my friend on the Joe 300 channel, or Joe 3000Z. Oh my god. Uh, from 13 years ago. So if anybody wants to go down a little nostalgia trip with no good here, uh, feel free to click that link uh, before he deletes that whole channel when he finds the login. <laughs> but You know what? We Actually, I couldn't delete it because I couldn't remember the login and we couldn't figure out because we wanted to scrub it long years ago. We wanted to scrub it. Yeah. And we, we couldn't scrub it. It, um... We couldn't log into it. Yeah. And now, look, it's still up. It's I still got there. told about it by a good old friend, Dill, who ended up joining you in Summer's Gray. Mm-hmm. And was, yeah, he yeah. said when he first met you, he thought you were going to be an uber douche, quote <laughs> for, like, word for word, an uber douche. But after your first band session, you mentioned Star Wars, Batman, and Deadpool, and... At that moment, he knew that you and him were going to be good friends. Tell me about your first impression of Dill. Star Wars? 
I've never been a Star Wars he's, fan. He said Batman or Star Wars or Deadpool. And I've I do have a photo never... of you in a Deadpool apron. So I believe you did talk <laughs> at least about that. But <laughs> I love Deadpool. I love Deadpool. What was it? Batman? I love Batman. Um, I have never, uh, and I'm going to get so much hate for this. I've never been a fan of Star Wars. Neither have I. And it, it's because I never watched it as a kid. I hated space stuff as a mm -hmm. kid. Now as an adult, I love space stuff. Okay. But I tried to go back and watch the original Star Wars because I'm like, I need to get into this because I'm missing out. I couldn't do it. Couldn't. It's so bad. The only Star Mark Wars I've watched is the Han Solo film. That's a really mm. loud motorcycle outside. Um, yeah, the only Star Wars film I've watched is the Han Solo film. And it was all right. Like, but I didn't really understand anything, but at least it was like a backstory about him. So it's just, I didn't need to really know anything beforehand. Of course, I knew who Chewbacca was, but, um, uh, other than that, it was just a movie. <sighs> what me. a Wookiee. What a Wookiee. Oh my goodness. Mistress Graves, you're getting a little special shout out during this recorded podcast. I usually just ignore all follows, but you are a gem. Thanks for the follow. I appreciate it. Um, but... Tell us about Summer's Gray, uh, because there's a lot more videos on that channel of you performing with Summer's Gray over you performing with Melbourne Drive. Summer's Gray was more of a mature one, though. Um, you know, you know, we we learned a lot, and we had we fought a lot mm -hmm. in um, in Melbourne Drive. There was a lot of um, one of our buddies was a big alcoholic. Okay. Um, so when we went in to do one of our recordings for Melbourne drive, I ended up at one point grabbing him by the throat and picking him up against the wall. He's like five, two, five, one. And you're all, uh, you also work out. And I don't know if you did at this time, but like you're, you're strong. I feel I like was, I was mad because he was super hammered. And, um, when he got like super hammered, he would be belligerent. You couldn't stop him from doing anything. Mm -hmm. He, he jumped, he jumped on my guitarist car and shattered or he cracked the windshield hammer at that yeah the same yeah. day yeah same day and so i was basically like i'm the one here taking this seriously get your shit together because we're not gonna do this that's fucking ridiculous but uh he's clean now um that's he's good. been sober he's doing really great for himself like he's super really doing really well for himself uh, but it was like one of those kind of I, I, would you say that was a turning point for them, or was there a point later on in the future? Of course, you don't have to get into it, but like, did you witness that turning point for them, and are you still friends with them now? I'm still friends with them. Um, he moved out of our state to another state uh, and works out there, so I yeah. never see him anymore except maybe on special occasions. Mm -hmm. But um, I've, I'm trying to think of the last time I even saw him, to be honest with you. I think it might have been at our buddy's funeral, but. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't remember. So, What's Melbourne that? Drive just had a lot of fights between you and the band members. Well, mainly due to circumstances like that. It was it was dumb stuff. It was always yeah. dumb stuff. And then you said that Summer's Gray is more mature. We we, we had definitely matured. Uh, we knew more. Like, my singing had gotten better. Um, the guitarists were more... Um, they were they were better. They were more experienced. Yes, that, yeah. thank you. That's the <laughs> word. Experience. We had more of the equipment and software to um, to record our practices and things like that. Yeah. Uh, not with a uh, not with a cheap ass uh, J and C. I don't know what it's called. A camera. Oh, hell if I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so 
we we had a lot more going for us then, and we knew how to write songs better. Yeah. Um, didn't write them great, but we wrote them better. You wrote them better. We wrote them better. Um, but that 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 band, we had a lot of opportunity going. Um, I was my marriage at that time. Yeah. Was a big old doo doo hole. And yep. she basically forced me to quit. That's, um, that was my next question, too, is, like, what happened to that band? Because it seemed like you did have a lot of good things going with it. And I know on Sunday, uh, to put this in you know perspective, we've been raising money for charity all week for anybody listening on YouTube or Spotify. Um, we've been raising money for NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, all week. And No Good was actually one of the special guests on our 24-hour stream uh, where we discussed mental health. And No Good did go into a little bit of detail about a previous marriage. Um, of course, I don't want to get into that now because this is more about getting to know you on the better side, you know, cause you're a hell of a lot better outside of that marriage. Um, but yeah, to give everybody a little bit of an aspect, if you want to see that, go to the Twitch channel. There is a highlight, uh, that is four and a half hours long with all 15 streamers that were on the stream. Uh, and you can listen to each of their stories and I hope, uh, I do hope that one of them at least clicks with you and you can take one piece of advice if you are going through a tough time. Back to... The, the the discussion about why the band ended up splitting. Oh, I, hold on. This must be yep. an, an emergency. Give me, give me just a second. Mm. No worries, no worries. Hello. You mute yourself if you want. I'll mute you. Oh, he's he's ready. He's ready. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I didn't see it. Okay. Right, I love don't you, bye. edit these because they're fun to do them live and you get to see the real side, the unedited side. So if you're seeing this on YouTube or hearing this on Spotify, hi. Back to it. But I hope that emergency she, was clear. She, uh, she knows that I'm doing this, so she wouldn't have called me if it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. super important. No, but she just she needed to know if my son – Yeah, she just needed to know if our one-year-old needed to eat. Okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, he's he's ready. She, she's been gone most of the night. So Yeah. Okay. Um, well, band. What's that? Why the band ended up splitting. Yeah, so I mean, it was basically that. It was, um, it wouldn't have happened that way if I hadn't had a son with her. Um, but you know, she basically we, we fought to the point where I was like, my only option is to just quit. So yeah, I'm, even though I was only going to band practice twice a week for like a couple hours, it was still a, a huge fit. So it was easier just to quit and not deal with that yeah. um, negativity hanging over me. Which was a bummer. It was a massive bummer. Um, and then the band just kind of dwindled apart from there. They tried to keep it going, but do you they think... didn't get very far. And Dill wasn't. Um, Dill was only in it for like there. Were, there was a second round of people okay. that came in. Dill was in there. Um, we wanted to change our sound. Um, Dill didn't like the way the sound was going, um, and he pieced out, hmm. which we were fine with because we we're like, this is. This is literally like artistically not working because you're yeah. not doing the same style that you want to do. Yeah, of course. So it's one of those tough choices, but you just got to accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we 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 did what we could, and then I quit, and they just kind of dwindled apart. Do you um, do you think under like optimal circumstances you would have one last session with them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually want. I wanted to go into the studio and record some of our old material now because um, the studios are better, way better, um, and we know what we're doing. 
and we could do some things from home as well. I just yeah. couldn't get anybody to to do it. Nah. Couldn't get my old guitarist to take the time to do it. Well, we got a, we got one in chat. If you ever need to link up with somebody, Metal Dad in chat does play guitar from time to time. So Metal Metal Dad Metal Dad eighty seven. But nice. to swap to a new topic, a few years down the road after you made your first Twitter post of chilling, 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 the most inspirational <laughs> thing I've ever seen on Twitter. Um, <laughs> tell me about the time you were selling health products in 2013 and oh, why you Jesus were so Christ. obsessed with trying to get people to join you on that on Twitter. Because uh... <laughs> was it was it Mana V or was it the reps? Um, I saw, I saw a post about the wraps. Uh, I saw a few posts about the wraps, including your midsection that I didn't want to pull up for, uh, not getting flagged on Twitter or on Twitch for, you know, sexual content because it's like mm. just abs. And then that would be the focus of the stream. But, um, you have a tweet <laughs> from 2013. That's like, if anybody wants to sell health products that are actually good for you, hit me up. <laughs> this is like your third tweet on the account. <laughs> it's because my ex-wife started selling it and i wanted to make money <laughs> i don't blame you on that i wanted to make money so i was trying to help her now um how long have mm. you been like outside of the selling products how long have you actually been in like the health and fitness field how long have you my been interested in senior year of high school so was that 84 years ago yes <laughs> Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You asked my age, so. Can you hear that when I do that? No. No? Okay. No. Don't think you have it routed properly. You're trying to play a button on your stream. I'm about, to, I'm about to route it. I'm about to route it right now, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> oh, um. I love it. I love it. But you've been in Which... since senior high school, so I, I would assume at least over a decade. Bitch! <laughs> that one that worked in it yep. <laughs> oh jesse pinkman how i love breaking bad <laughs> bitch <laughs> but, oh man i'm gonna have fun tonight 1-800 big balls is that your hotline <laughs> tell me tell me about how you got into it in senior high school and how it's affected your life to this day Oh my god. How I did how I what? How how you not, not your big balls. Tell tell me about how you got into the like the health and fitness mm. like industry in a way back in senior high school and how it's affected your life to this day. Senior high school. Senior high school. My year in senior high school. So I was I am five ten. Okay. Give give or take. Give or give or take a little bit there. Mm -hmm. About five ten. Um, I was over 200 pounds with no muscle. Okay. So I wasn't like fat, but I was, I was pudgy. Yeah. I was, a, I was a pudgy child. I feel that. Uh, all growing up, my whole family is overweight. Um, and I was kind of going down that road. My senior year of high school, they put me in weightlifting class. Okay. And I tried to get out of it, but there was nothing that I wanted to take. That would have been that would have superseded that. Yeah. Um, so I just stuck with it and went through it and made us run a mile every morning or every every day before we started. Yeah. And then we were lifting weights and I started losing weight. And then I started looking up diets and working on a million different diets because back then you didn't know what to look for. And 
it was just was a spiral. I just kept going. As soon as I graduated, I got a um, a membership at a gym, and I was hitting it then. It wasn't until after my wedding that thing – or my wedding uh, – after my divorce that everything changed. Um, I ended up – I grew a beard. Yeah. I grew a beard for the first time in my life ever. And I put on like 30 pounds just working out and eating right and just hitting everything hard. Yeah, you bulked up. Yeah, yeah, I bulked up. And now I'm over 200 pounds with muscle. Do you feel but confident? Still, but still, do I feel what? Do you feel confident where you are right now? No. No? No, no, no. Because for the last year, I've been sitting on the couch with my baby. Fair. <laughs> he's he's needy. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to dial everything back again. I'm trying to get back into it as hard as I was. Yeah. But the thing is that, that the streaming and the content creation became – my focus after my family, I mean my family and then creating uh content. Well, yeah. that's plus I don't sleep enough because as you probably know, when you do this, you don't get sleep. And, and, I feel and like that sometimes you oversleep and you just hate it because mm-hmm. like your body just forces you to stay asleep. I think, uh, when was it like two days ago? Because I did that long as fuck stream and I was just losing sleep over prepping for it. Um, I fell asleep at like 2 a.m. I woke up at 2 p.m. My alarms were set for like 10 a.m. And I hated the fact that I slept 12 hours because I'm like, I just lost like six hours of progress. And I felt so far behind. But then I realized like I wasn't because I was ahead of my own schedule Mm. because of all that previous work I did. Now, I I have realized I'm behind on a couple things, but not like the mandatory things, if that makes sense, like the, the additional stuff that yeah. I want to do, but I could take, like, a little extra time to get to. And you as a content creator, you know that there are some things like that over others. Like, some stuff just prioritizes your time over other stuff, and you only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But with you oh. – oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'd say YouTube is probably the worst one out of all of them um, because of all the editing. The yep. editing just takes forever. Yep. Uh, and I just don't have that. Like, I do all my editing on my phone. I don't do any of it on my computer because really? I don't have time. I don't have time to sit here and do it. Even your reaction content. Mm-hmm. Wow. All the reaction content is edited on my phone. So, like, I'll be at the gym on the treadmill. I'll have the incline up and just editing. So, you're telling oh. me that your TikTok with over 10 million views was edited from your phone? Yeah. You're telling me well, that your well, phone- hold on, hold on. That one was just a straight video, though. That I know, but edited. still. <laughs> you didn't oh, actually, no, no, do I, it. I did edit it. I put it into KineMaster, and I cut it down. So, Because if you know anything about TikTok, they like short videos yes. because people's attention span is this. So I edited so it. I cut, out, I, I cut out all the gaps, and yeah. I made it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bitch! <laughs> but you have a TikTok with over 10 million views. You, your React channel has it, it deserves way way more subscribers because your React content is actually really fucking good. Um, but like your your fourth or fifth video reacting to the Elvis Presley trailer, mm. right? That has over two thousand views, I believe. And, and for a channel with fifty subscribers, that's a fucking lot because that hit the algorithm. I think that was five, maybe four thousand. Four thousand, five thousand. I can't remember if it was two know. or four. I just said the lower one to make it sound. Like, I just I, I was pumped right. to see that it did that well. It did really fucking well. And I don't know how, but I mean, people just must have like once they heard that that movie was coming out, they just started searching for it. Yeah, they they saw your face, they saw you just watching it, and then you noticed Tom Hanks instantly. 
like in a fat suit. Yeah. Like you, you, you paid attention to detail. And I think that's why it did well because it caught viewers attention and they ended up watching the whole thing because you didn't do a lot of jump cuts with it. You didn't make a 30 second trailer into 10 minutes, right? You just did a genuine reaction to it. And I think that's what gave it its popularity. Now, of course there is luck when it comes to algorithms in general, you can only know so much about them, but you hopped on a trend with your 10 million video or your, your, TikTok, I hit 10 million views, almost a million likes on it about how a blowjob can heal a broken heart. Um, <laughs> you, you post engaging content across all your socials. But before all of that, you were trying to get engagement on your Twitter posts when you were constantly tagging Battlefield in every single tweet you did for like six months straight. Was I pissed? Uh, it seemed like it. It seemed like you just wanted it their attention. It must have been the launch of Battlefield 4, and it took them a year to get it fixed. EA, you're trash. Was Battlefield your favorite game series back in the day? Yes, Battlefield 4 is amazing, but it took them a year to fix that damn game. And then I was so <laughs> pumped for the new one. 2042! 2042! Shit! It looks so amazing! It is such garbage! EA, what have you done? <laughs> It should have been a no-brainer. Just do what you did on Battlefield 4, but make the graphics better. Thank what you. Did you. What did you do? As a person, like, I am a Call of Duty fanboy through and through, but I was super hyped for 2042 after playing the beta. I'm like, okay, pre-release, basically like an alpha. It's going to get upgrades, and it's going to come out in like three months, oh, right? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to fix everything that the community's talking about. Most of the bugs, because it will still have bugs on release. No, it felt like a free trial still that cost $80. It was they miss shit on release, and it still is. Um, EA shit in, a, uh, shit in a CD case and sold it. So Yep. And did you hear that EA is trying to um, sell themselves to Disney again? What? Yeah. EA tried to uh, get bought out by Disney. Disney they said tried no. They tried to sell? Yeah, they tried to sell to Disney. Um, And Disney said no. And now <laughs> I think it's like, t now again, they're tr like preparing or they're about to sell to, or try and sell to Disney again. More than likely, Disney's going to just say no. I don't know. I feel like they're trying to follow in the steps of how Activision acquired Blizzard. But that's not a role model step to do after the allegations from Blizzard and, you know, everything that happened. But that's a different story for a different time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I played Battlefield uh, 5 for a while, and I liked it. Yeah. Even with all its bugs. But then it got to the point where it was just so buggy. It was almost unplayable. Yeah. And then Modern Warfare came out. Yeah. Switched right over. Which I want to get to here in a little bit, but we're about halfway through of my topics. And for people that watch these podcasts and listen to them, uh, they know that we like to do a couple segments on top of the photos that I share, right? Which you have, you, you've seen a couple of them so far. And it seems like, it, it seems like at least a couple of them have caught you off guard. Don't worry, I got more. Um, <laughs> but I have 20 questions to get to know you a little bit better. Just rapid fire based on your – well, it's not based on your interests, but it's to figure out what your interests are. Uh, and if you want to build a conversation on any of them, feel free to do so. But I want to start off with what your favorite day of the week is. Uh, mm, oh, um, mm. 42. What? 42. The meaning 42. of life. 
in the Marvel Universe? Damn. Oh, Joke for God's sake. Asked. I'm sorry. My favorite day of the week. Oh. It's either Monday or Tuesday. Okay. Favorite. By the way, I have a gum addiction, so. Oh. Where is it? <laughs> I literally have a gum addiction. I don't know if it's because I smoked when I was younger or if I just always have to have something juicy in my mouth. But, um, bitch! God damn it. You know, just because you mentioned that, um, I like you had to make the sound, um, it's just, it's a distraction. But, favorite city in the U.S. besides the ones that you've lived in? Oh, um, wow. So, we went to Myrtle Beach for our wedding in mm -hmm. October, and that was gorgeous. I really liked it. Um, there's, you know, I went down to Kentucky, and there's something about waking up in the mountains and having the morning dew and, like, the cloud coverage, like, surrounding you. Yeah. And we were, like, literally just staying in a shack. It was just gorgeous waking up to that. Uh, I like nature views. That's fair. Um, I mean, you, you, you do say you are from the Midwest, so it does make sense, like. It's not heavily based around cities and stuff like that. It's more just land. I'm not a um, I'm not a partier. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not huge on like going out and getting drunk and partying. I like good music. I like going to concerts. Um, but you know, my wife used to drag me out, and now as she's gotten older and she doesn't like doing it, she goes, "Now I see <laughs> where you're coming from." Like, yeah, dude, I don't got time for this crap. That's fair. It's got uh, time to get drunk and feel like ass. I mean, I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Favorite holiday? Ooh, um, Halloween. I like it. I mean, speaking of Halloween, <clears throat> that story I want to talk about is your uh, gender reveal for your baby, your newest one. Yeah. Did it through a pumpkin. That yeah. was kind of cool. I, I saw that photo. I carved it, too. That's awesome. How did that start? Before we continue with the rest of the questions, what, what gave you the inspiration to do a Halloween-themed gender reveal? Um, Halloween is both of our favorite holidays okay. and we were kind of like, we can have a Halloween party and make it a gender reveal at the same time. And so we're like, that's, that's what we'll do. That, that's amazing. Simple explanation, but it works really well. And the photos came out fucking amazing. Yeah. We were supposed to have an actual photographer there, but she couldn't make it. Oh shit. So we just had family members take pictures. They still turned out really well. What, who was your first celebrity crush? Pink Ranger. You are like the fifth person to say that. <laughs> and I did a lot of these you know, that are not on, recorded, hold but... Hold on, hold on. Okay, so... Mm, Jessica Rabbit. Does that count? You could say that. Yeah, I would, okay, we'll go Jessica Rabbit, and then... Pink and Ranger. then Pink Ranger. Every time I see a woman dress up in Jessica Rabbit... <laughs> Every cosplay, time I see a woman... I'm just like, <laughs> just like stop... Stop! I'm married. It's like the pants get tight every time. Every it doesn't time. matter. Place you want to travel. Mess with the my most. childhood. What's that? Place you want to travel to the most. Ooh. Um. Australia. Okay. Cake or pie? Oh. Which one you have it on a cheat day? Pie. Favorite ice cream flavor? Mm. I hear the M wants to come out. No. Well, I mean, there's a mocha one that I really like. Yeah, okay. We'll go with, like, a chocolate mocha. I was going to say mint. No, absolutely not. Podcast presenting. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys have a good rest of your night because this man has no taste.
Anyways. <laughs> I hate mint. Wow. I'm chewing mint gum, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Nah, not unless it was when I was younger. I make fun of everybody that does. I was about to say your wife would make fun of you if you wore it, wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah, she probably would. On a scale from 1 to 10, how good at you at keeping secrets? Oh, 10. Anybody who says 10 is lying. I stand behind <laughs> that. You cannot I'm, tell I'm, me that you haven't told a secret to your wife. Um, If I don't feel like she needs to know about like. Yeah, but no, I get that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like you go and expose every single secret that somebody tells you to your wife. Right. Right, but I'm saying like I mean, in those situations <clears throat> that she could know, but you know she isn't going to tell a soul either because it's not like a too deaf secret. I feel like we're kind of we're kind of one together. Yeah. So that doesn't count. That's a 9. <laughs> That's a 9. That's the right <laughs> answer. <laughs> Anybody who is married knows it. Yeah, your secret's safe with me and the wife. Simple yeah, as okay. that. <laughs> okay, we'll go with nine. <laughs> I know the married people in chat right now will agree to that, too. And anybody listening will also agree. Big you know, I do a lot of... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. You go, you go. I do a lot of stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> but I always pride myself on having pretty good common sense. Yeah. Um, and being able to have people talk to me. I mean, what people can't see is just Capri wanting to lick you off cam right now, but that, that I, I oh <laughs> yeah, I was like what? But <laughs> big dogs or small dogs? Big. I like it. I like it. I have a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Your dog is fucking gorgeous. Um, what's your favorite car currently? Hmm. Um, I want. My favorite car or, or practical or eh, whatever one want. that I could get or like a dream car. Dream car. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. If you're a car uh, guy, you have to have one for each. Practical and dream. Practical would be like a, a Charger. Okay. Um, I really enjoy those. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had a Chrysler 300, which made me, which I mean, when you think about it, it's the same. Yeah. Kind of the same vehicle. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't mind having a, uh, a Jeep, okay. a Wrangler. Okay. That's, that's way out of my price range. Those things are salty. And with like, with me, like needing it to be like top notch, mm-hmm. like it, it's it raised up everything. No, I feel that. That'd be, that'd be nice. Um, wouldn't mind a, a GTR though, either. R35, baby Godzilla. I love it. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Depends. Is it going to get me fat? <laughs> is it going to make me gain weight? I plead if I the eat fifth. it all the time? I plead the fifth because my next question is pizza or pasta. <laughs> pizza. Pizza. <laughs> giving or getting presents? Ooh. um, I really enjoy giving. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person that cannot wait. I don't, I don't ever wait until Christmas. I don't ever – unless it's my kids. I make yeah. the kids wait. But like with my wife, like as soon as I get it, here you go. Yeah, it's like October fifteenth. Here's a Christmas gift. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Favorite video game series of all time. Ooh. Uh, You want to say Battlefield? (laughs) I want to say Battlefield. I'm still gonna say Battlefield because I've had I had so much fun on Battlefield Four. Okay. It's not not even funny. I can respect it. Uh, At what age do you want to retire? Now. 
That's a cliche answer. <laughs> that Honestly, means wait, that means retire from content creation. Oh, like everything. Oh, sh God, I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine not doing anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't imagine sitting around and doing nothing. I, can, I, I understand that. I'm uh, sure when I turn 65, I'll feel differently. Probably. Uh, dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Dark. Good answer. LA or New York? Never been to either one. Which um, one would you go to first? I don't have a desire to go to either one. <laughs> I hate traffic. <laughs> New York is terrible. I've, I've heard... So I don't know people, or I haven't heard people that live in New York talk about it or live near New York talk about it, but I have heard people that live in or near L.A. that talk about how much of a shithole it is. It's like a one-time you, you visit, and yep, and you don't want to be there anymore. So you'll say New York, then I'm guessing you should, what you'd rather visit first? L.A. Okay. So I'll say this. As somebody from Toronto, I went to New York. It felt like Toronto. I I was guiding my friends who lived there around. Really? I looked really? at a map and I'm just like, oh, it's there. All right. And I just walked through the streets like I knew where I was. It just felt at home. Like I felt downtown Toronto. Really? That's it, it crazy. Was, it was so weird. And my buddies did not understand like why I felt like that. And I'm just like, big buildings, lots of attractions, lots of people, lots of stupid shit. Was it a lot of homeless people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I, always, I'm always curious if it's the way that the media and movies make it seem. So let me say this. Toronto has more homeless people. Swap that in New York. You have rats. <laughs> like rats will just run right in front of you. That's insane. Yep. Uh, the first one I saw, I was just like, hey, look, it's you. And like to my friend, <laughs> I got slapped. <laughs> Master, Master Splinter? Master Splinter? We talked about TMNT earlier, too. What's your favorite yeah, clothing you, you, brand? Plug them. Into the AM. There we go. go into, into the AM.com. AM slash no good 10 to get 10% off your order. And actually, they're doing a site-wide 25% um, off right now through Memorial Day. Does your code stack on top of that 25? I don't think so. They, didn't, they haven't told me, but I don't, I don't know. Ah, look at that t-shirt. But, That's a dope shirt. If you go to intotheam.com slash nogood10, um, then it will at least show them that I'm sending traffic to the website, whether you uh, whether you do it. Whether you purchase something you or not, or it not. helps. It but helps. The, the fit's awesome, um, and it's super comfy. There we go. Final one. Scale from 1 to 10, how good at you at trivia? General knowledge. Depends on, what, depends on what the trivia is. So we'll General go knowledge. 5. We'll test that later on the final section yes! of I love this trivia. podcast. I'm not great <laughs> at it. It depends on what it is, but. I'll say this. If there's anybody's score that you want to know beforehand, I'll let you know when we get there. But. Do you do the same ones? I do the same questions besides two, technically three. Because okay. they're catered to your interests. Mm. That I have found out through research. Now, I want to talk about how. A lot of people knew you, IRL, before you started streaming as a family man and a goofball. Mm -hmm. You are the same on-stream as you are off-stream, according to your wife. But speaking... Wait, what? When did you talk to my wife? Oh, it, it just, it's a video on your Instagram. Um, But... Oh! 
But it's from your like... stream. It's from your stream. I, I didn't reach out to her. I should have. It would have been funny. But I didn't. Um, But I do want to talk about the, the, the relationship between you and your wife, Marissa. And how yeah. you proposed to her. Yeah. While she was in the middle of a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, bro. That's the way to do it. Tell us about you singing, falling in love with you, and proposing to her on stage mid-performance. Well, you know, it went a little bit something like, Wise men say... <laughs> What's that? It cut out when you said man. It was like, wise men. <laughs> yeah, it's it, yeah, it's because of the way that... sucks. Yeah. Well, you have to set the Discord to certain things if you want to do yeah. stuff like that. Um, so what do you want to know about it? I want you to just walk us through that story. Like what happened behind the scenes, why you did it that way. You know, what made that moment so special to you? So we personally knew or know, we personally know the people that were running the show. Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody knew that she was doing the show. <clears throat> and I was talking the lady it's a, it's a man and a wife, and I was talking to the, the lady mm. about um, rings because um, she was trying to help me, like, where to go to get a ring. They've got a they're, – they're filthy rich, so <laughs> I didn't go to where they told me to go. Yeah. But um, I was like, I'm just trying to figure out where I want to propose. And I had the idea in my head, but I got her to say it to me, and she was like, why don't you do it? at the show on stage we can get you on i was like oh you can do that and she's like yeah and so i just started plotting out everything that i wanted to try to do i knew i wanted to sing to her it's that was a song that was kind of prominent around the house i was singing it all the time yeah um and so i sang to her now every time she cried it made me cry and like, I stopped crying mid-song. It was funny. Yep. I started choking during the song. Like, and I, like my pitch would just be off. It was horrible. Nah. Every time I watched that video, I was like, oh, geez. If you guys want to see the video, make sure to go to his TikTok or his Instagram because it's on both. Um, but <clears throat> you you propose to her while she's on stage. Like She's got the, the tan oil on. She's like literally mid pose flexing and then she hears you why like you just start and she looks over and starts smiling right away do you think at any point she had any clue that you were going to propose before you dropped down on one knee no um oh before no no she knew as, as soon as i came out so she knew as soon as i came out but the she was mad at me beforehand though because i had to work that day she wasn't <laughs> mad about that but i went home and I was, like, prepping everything. I was, like, going over things and prepping. And she was texting me. And, like, I wasn't really responding to her too much. And, like, she got mad at me because she thought that I would have been there earlier. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you weren't with me all day. I thought you'd be with me all day. And, and, and so, you know, lo and behold, I was prepping for this. So you had to, like, bite the bullet. You had to take some heat to then be able to deliver that. Now mm – -hmm. Something that people might not know is you actually streamed your wedding. <laughs> it was so bad. It didn't go well. <laughs> you, you you streamed two very big part like very big moments in your life, even if it was just for a couple of minutes. Tell us about why you streamed the wedding and how bad it turned out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. So I found out that with Streamlabs on your phone, you can live stream. Yep. 
Uh, it's horrible because the audio is way off. And I couldn't figure out how to fix that. Whatever. You know, I talked to her. I was like, you know, at that time I had a really good, like, solid community. They A lot of them kind of disbanded and, like, don't even get on Twitch anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had a really solid community and – you know, everybody was, they wanted to see pictures and everything. I was like, why don't we just live stream it? I'll pull up the stream labs on my phone mm-hmm. and we'll live stream it that way. <laughs> so I started the live stream and then she calls me. I, I'm at the place that we're getting married. I'm out, I'm on the beach yeah. in, the, in the area where we're getting married. And she calls me and she's like, where are you at? I was like, it's, it's right where the construction is. Do you see the construction? Cause we're right behind it. Yeah. No, I don't see it. All I see is the Ferris wheel. And I looked at the photographer, and he was like, yeah, the Ferris wheel is like a half hour the other way. She was 40 minutes late to our wedding. So I started streaming it, and then we had to wait. (coughs) (laughs) Ow. She got there. She got there, and we got the Mary done, but, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That um, that's a story for the books at the end of the day because what one of the things that I've learned about doing this research is when I keep mentioning it, you are a family man through and through. You love your family; it's your number one priority in life. But you and Marissa are two peas in a pod because your energy <laughs> matches her energy, and it's fucking <laughs> phenomenal to see like the photos on your guys' Instagrams that you guys have the same energy. It seems like you two were meant to be, and I'm so fucking happy for you, like, that everything has kind of turned around since we've been, you know, since I've gotten to know you a little bit more. Everything's turned around for, like, to be in a really good spot for you, because you are a really good dude, and you fucking deserve it. The second stream I want to talk about, now, I guess you could consider this one of the bad things I found, because I questioned it. I'm like, why did you stream from the hospital when she was giving birth? You streamed for le- you streamed on YouTube for a minute and like forty seconds. It was choppy, but the video was still up on your channel, and I watched it. And I'm sitting there like, it was on my Twitch. No, it was on your YouTube. Oh, <laughs> you streamed well. it straight from YouTube. <laughs> you streamed sitting while your wife is in the bed, right, prepping to give birth. <laughs> and- <laughs> If you guys have to see it, like if you are hearing me right now, go to No Goods YouTube channel and go watch this minute forty stream. It's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I feel very small right now. I can tell. I can tell. But why? Why did? Why did you have the idea to stream that? Like I get the wedding. People want to see the photos and stuff. Giving birth is something a little different in that aspect. Well, I wasn't streaming the her the, no, of course. the baby coming out the JJ. Of course. I mean. You um, wouldn't be on Twitch right now if you did. Because I was still new to everything and I was trying th- different things out. I respect when it. See, I, always, I was trying. I was trying a lot of little things. Um, I tried a lot of different things to see like what brought in an audience. Yeah. And the the minute 40, and none of it worked. The minute forty stream, none of it worked. On you, <laughs> it's just so funny to mention. <laughs> like it's great, and I love the thought behind it. 
Thank God you started the stream because when you did, because I heard that it was an emergency C-section. She did it with a fractured spine. Is your wife a superhero? It wasn't an emergency C-section, but it was a planned C-section. Okay. With a fractured um, spine. With a fractured spine, yes. <laughs> she did that while lifting weights. I'm going to say this once again. Is your wife a superhero, like, in disguise? Bodybuilder, fractured spine, C-section, able to give birth, no problem. Have you seen her now compared to a year ago? I saw a photo on your Instagram that you posted more recently uh, of, like, her back and how toned it is. But yeah. not only all of that that I mentioned, she also puts up with this. <laughs> she's a she's a worker, man. She's a worker. She nobody's gonna outwork her. I fucking respect that. I want if she has a goal and you have the same goal, you put them next to each other. She's gonna outwork you because that's just how she is. I respect that. We've talked about the marriage. We talked about the kid, but I want to go way back because I believe this happened before you started your content creation journey. How'd you two meet? Tinder. <laughs> this has to have a story for a first date. No way in hell this is just like, yeah, we met on Tinder, we went on a date, we hit it off, now here we are. No way. There has to be something. <laughs> we Okay. Um no, it really wasn't anything crazy. We met on Tinder. Um I was kind of over things because the last girl I had dated, um it was weird. Uh the last girl I dated, she ghosted me. Okay. Like she made up this thing that I was like hitting up some stripper and i'm like i don't even like strip clubs why would i be hitting up a stripper That's what are you strange. talking about it was so weird and so random and so like after letting myself get close there and then that person just ditching out with this some weird excuse and then like blocking me on everything yeah um it, i like kind of sheltered away for a bit and then we met on tinder i was hesitant she was hesitant she hadn't had any luck um and then we decided to meet one day at a local bar. Mm -hmm. And we, she was with her friends, so I went with one of my friends. And we all just hung out. And from there on, like, it, it really, it's not even a crazy story. It just... You it, got it, lucky and you found love on Tinder. Can yeah. I have... Well, I wouldn't call it luck if I went, like, four years of dating. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> dating... At this age, sucks. You don't need help. You don't need to worry about none of that. I don't want to talk about. I, I, no, no, no. What, no, what I'm, what I'm saying is, establish yourself. Mm -hmm. Establish yourself. Get yourself to where you want to be, and then do it. Because as I'm older, and a little bit wiser, and you only get wiser from your failures. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that one into the ground. You we get wiser from it. your failures. We, I've had a lot of failures. We talked about it on Sunday. A failure is not a failure if you take a lesson from it. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as that. But do, do the things that you want to do and let it come naturally because sometimes they control you. Sometimes they tell you what they want you to do and what they don't want you doing. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do that. Luckily, she doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. Well, she's been a big part of your content as well over the past year, but let's start to talk about your content creation properly. We've gone through your personal side of life. You've gone through a roller coaster of stuff. And, and I mean, you've changed your fashion sense, which is great, but <laughs> <coughs> I want to talk about 
first stream I found of you, Twitch, God. February 19th, 2021. You've been streaming for just over a year. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right? It, you, right off the bat, started posting on YouTube, started posting on TikTok. Your first TikTok was March 10th, at least your first public one currently. You might have made some beforehand that you deleted, but you currently have over 600 TikToks, so I don't know. Um, tell me about that journey into content creation, why you started, why you pressed go live for the first time and why you've been taking it so seriously from day one, all the way up to now. I started off. So I play on Xbox. Um, I started off by clipping. So I don't know. Do you play Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Yeah. Well, so I don't know if PlayStation has the same feature, but with Xbox, um, you hit a button and it'll record the last 30 seconds or however you have it set to. I get up to 15 minutes on PlayStation. I remember that. Okay. Um, So I used to do that and I made an Instagram account based around that, which is now no good average gamer. And it was then it's just evolved from Mm -hmm. just game clips, no face, no, no audio or no um, commentary, just, just the clips. Um, and then I would go through and like, I do a little bit of spicy edits on the clips and things like that. And doing YouTube is something I had wanted to do for years. Okay. C- could never get myself to do it. Cause I didn't know how I'd be in front of a camera. Um, so I started off doing that with clipping the games mm. and then I was like, I need to pull the trigger and start streaming. So I started streaming, I think with my voice and I was doing it on mixer. Oh, um, yeah. a little mixer history. And it, it was like, it was very short-lived and very like hit or miss when I would do it. I didn't have a schedule, nothing like that. Yeah. And then uh, Mixer took a dive and I made the switch over to Twitch and I added a camera connected to my Xbox using my using my mic for some audio. Yep. Um, and it just kept evolving from there. I, I, it was supposed to be just a hobby and then I got really into it. I was really enjoying it and I always describe it as feeling like I'm back on stage. So doing this, it makes me feel like I'm on a stage again. I'm not singing anymore, but I'm doing other things. Oh, sometimes I'm singing. Sometimes you're singing. (laughs) Sometimes I sing. It it slips out every once in a while. That, that's still a passion of yours and it's obvious, but, Mm -hmm. and of course, like you're, you're good at it. So it, it, it's not like you're getting negative criticism in a way that's deterring you away from it. But at the end of the day, as a content creator, we face that negative criticism with like, you know, we, we just take it with a grain of salt and move on from it. If there's actual constructive criticism, we take it. We learn right. from it. But if somebody's like, oh, your stream fucking sucks. <laughs> there's a button labeled. I'm just Damn. like, I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. Tell, Tell me how, how to fix, fix it. it. <laughs> That's just how it is. Tell me how to fix it, Capri. Stop telling me I suck and just tell me how to fix it. Capri tells us we all suck, but will never tell us how to fix it. I'm kidding. Capri's fucking great. But a month after you start streaming, like you started on Warzone. You played Warzone for about four months straight, streaming two to three times a week. Then you had a turning point where you started to add more variety to your content. You added GTA. You added Splitgate. You added Jackbox. You added all these other games. and, And now... You're at a point with your streaming that I feel like you are a lot more comfortable. You still do a little mm-hmm. bit of gaming, but you've also like you, you've incorporated variety to your to your content. But not only that, you're doing your reaction content on YouTube. Your TikToks, you have your streamer talk or your Twitch talk as we call it, but you also have 
your largest platform being TikTok with over 53,000 followers. You hit 50,000 followers just a month ago. What's that 10 million view video? 10 million view video. Where do you see yourself in five years with your content? And if you don't have an idea for that far, where do you see yourself in a year? Because you're a year in. Realistically? Realistically. Um, I honestly would like to be able to do this to where I can go part-time at my job. Okay. So at my job, if you're part-time, you can still get benefits. Yeah. So I would work half the hours but still get the benefits on top of it, the, the insurance. And then I would go – I still go in early, but then I'd leave earlier, and it would give me more time with the family and more time to work on content. Yeah. Um, I would love to be able to be there. I would love to be able to do more collaborations with other streamers. So streamers, if you're in the chat and you want to collaborate, let me know. I'm always down to do stuff. He, I always have to turn out, down Game Pass Dad, though, because he goes live <laughs> like 10 p.m. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I Like, Game Pass and I stream at similar times. Like, I go 7 to midnight. He starts at, like, 10. He's like, hey, you want to do this? And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. If he asks me, like, last minute, I can't. But if he gives me, like, a little notice, then I can. I'll adjust around it. But for you, you said you got to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I want to make sure that you're not going to bed extremely late we're keeping the podcast an hour and a half roughly like if i go an hour 40 i don't think you'll kill me but um... oh no no no! like i um so i stream on thursdays mm -hmm. and um i always go until 10 or a little bit after 10 okay so I i'm oh. safe then we're good oh yeah 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 you're safe you're safe so um you you want to be able to go part-time at your job to be able mm -hmm. to do content creation almost full-time at that point too yeah because you can do full-time content creation and still have a part-time job that's the boat that i'm in right now i just got a part-time job i did my onboarding on tuesday i start next tuesday um i just need that for the extra funds to get me out of debt and to help me pay for like twitchcon and shit that's just the reality of life i've been full-time mm -hmm. content creation for 18 months and my debt's piled up a little bit higher than what i want it to be but um at the end of the day you got that one goal where you want to go part-time at your job it seems a little focus. selfish to me, though. Not you know? at all. Not at all. You are a content creator. You are, like, your passion lies in your content. Your passion doesn't lie driving behind a forklift. Yeah, that's true. Right? I dream it, about running people over a lot, but. I don't blame you. Forklifts look fun as hell to drive. I drive pallet jacks. That was it. stressful, though. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. You need a license to drive it. Yeah. In a way. But yeah. is there any other goals that you have set for yourself, let's say a year from now, if you look back one year from today, did you hit your goals? And if you look back one year from now, will you hit your goals? You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'll hit my goals. Uh, Twitch is a finicky thing. Very um, like, it's like I told you, I had like a solid community building up. And then a lot of them disbanded from Twitch. Uh, mm -hmm. I think a lot of them just got lives and started doing things. <laughs> I think that just that's what happens. Yeah. And I think a lot of us have seen the rise and fall uh, of Twitch numbers. Yep. Um, especially, Twitch. I know I've seen a lot of people complain about Twitch numbers dwindling. Recently, yep. Mm -hmm. COVID, <clears throat> COVID's clearing up. Restrictions are being lifted across all countries. People are going outside again. People it's aren't stuck inside. It's warm out again. Viewership yeah. has dropped 20% in the past three months. That's just across Jeez. the board. 
on Twitch in yeah. general. So this, once again, to any streamers in chat, if you're seeing your numbers dwindle, I get it. As easy as it is to hear, don't focus on the numbers. Sometimes we get caught in them. Uh, yeah. And especially if you are somebody who likes to look at numbers like me, I could catch myself slipping, like going down that slippery slope of focusing on numbers, and I always got to pull myself out of it. But especially when you're starting off, especially when you want to hit that next milestone, you know, to go from zero to three average viewers, from three to five, from five to seven, seven to 10, 10 to 15, so on and so forth. There are those milestones and those hurdles that you got to get over and you got to figure out what you got to do as a content creator to get past those hurdles. It's an ever-growing process. <clears throat> you didn't need to see the numbers in a way. So if you just hit your 10 average viewers and now all of a sudden you're down to seven, you feel like you just didn't make any progress. If anything, you're going backwards. It's across mm -hmm. the board. It's just making it a little harder for us content creators that are taking it seriously. Um, keep at it. Don't focus on that number. Understand that everybody is dealing with it, but the people that are sticking around are more loyal than ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah, absolutely. And I've gained a lot more, um, not not more, more, more loyal, mm -hmm. but more um followers that are super loyal yeah um <clears throat> to make them sound like they're dogs <laughs> but <laughs> I, I tell you what one of one of my goals and i want it to happen in the next year is i want to put together and i've been talking about this for so long and i've tried doing it already i couldn't get anybody to participate i really want to do a massive um paper rock scissor battle rock paper scissor battle Yes. Like uh like Mr. Beast did. Did he? With, with all the content creators like two years ago, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> but he did that oh. with YouTubers. Do it with streamers. Done. Easy. Okay. There's your twist. Content creation okay. is taking my ideas yoink. from other content creators and twisting it to make it your own. Okay. Right? Want inspiration? Go watch his. It was a live streamed one, but like it was with just YouTube creators. Mm -hmm. Get inspiration from it. Make it your own. Invite Twitch streamers on. I'd be more than happy to hop on because I will literally win it. Dude, I'm, a watch, I'm a rock, paper, scissors champion. Great well, yeah, four, I, baby. I need to go watch that and see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. like it, it, That's the one thing I've learned with YouTube. And one of my prime examples for people I take inspiration from, besides streamers around our size and in our circle, right? Like, we got Capri. We got Sorry. We got Game Pass. We got Ham. We got you. Like, there, there are streamers I take inspiration from for my content, for stuff I do on stream. I've found that when I see YouTubers who do stream, let's say Ludwig. Ludwig is one of my biggest inspirations, like that that I follow his content and see what he does. Um, and some of my most popular offline content has come from shit that he does. He had fan-made games. I played one. I got a video that's got a, uh, like 13,000 on TikTok right now. That is by far my most viewed video. And that is a Twitch talk video. Hey, that, that's still a high number. That is very high, especially considering the fact that I don't peak above 1,500 on any other video. That one hit 13K. And nice. it was a red herring joke that went on a little too long. <laughs> I learned from that post. I posted it on Instagram. Like 100 views. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just happens. Beast. Right? And then I post one clip on TikTok of me winning with the word cunt and Scrabble. Like a Scrabble Battle Royale. <laughs> I kid you not. Did, Scrabble Battle Royale. I won with the word cunt. My first ever win. Did the did it get banned? No. They didn't. Oh, okay. My Instagram reels got twenty five hundred views, but my TikTok's got like two hundred. Like TikTok's a TikTok's a really hard one because they will ban you for anything. Yep. And I, I recently found out why too. Ooh, interesting. And I explain. 
it's regional. Everything that they do is regional. Okay. So it's regional to your area, and it's so it's regional to your area, but it's also predicated on uh, your viewer base. Okay. So if you're in a viewer base that isn't generally around cussing, you know, um, if the content they absorb is like isn't generally around cussing, yeah. If you post stuff or go live with a lot of cussing, they're gonna suspend you. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good thing I've been 18 plus since day one, huh? <laughs> and, and everybody I said from Twitch to TikTok knows I'm 18 plus. Whew. But I also know that the regional uh, aspect applies to our Twitch contracts, right? The 18 plus Does aspect. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. There is a certain content creator that we know of. I'm not going to mention their name um, that you wouldn't believe is actually under the age of 18, but can stream in the 18 plus category because they are legal where they live. Their, their legal age is 16. Oh. So Europe? because their legal age is 16, they are legally allowed to stream in the mature category. Is Nicotin under 18? I don't know, man. I, I ain't talking about Nicotin, is just, though. Is it Nick? <laughs> it's not Nick. I, I If Nick was under 18, I'd be concerned for my life. <laughs> oh, ah, um. ah. <laughs> That man smoking Dude. cigarettes at like 17 <laughs> on everybody's stream. <laughs> Nick, it's a gem. I fucking love that dude. Whenever I see him on other people's streams, he is the, like, he is so fucking funny. But he's, a trip. He, he's great. Back to the gold topic, because I got a couple of mm-hmm. things I want to wrap up here. Is there anything else you see yourself doing? Like you mentioned Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament with streamers. Once again, count me in. Um, I want to. I want to do more collaborations. Um, I've just. I've kind of looked out in the past, so I went. I veered away from it and went back to gaming, and I, I switched it up. I went from Warzone to Apex, and Apex has actually served me pretty well in Apex bringing is new a good people in. To grow in. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my stream. I, I, for a second. We're good. I've been pretty happy with Apex, and I have a lot of fun with it. Um, but I definitely would like to do more collaborations with other streamers. I like to do more. Not IRL, but more um, just non-game oriented things. Yeah, like how. And I, I have a list of ideas. Apparently, the first thing that I found out that we collaborated on was Sexy Island. Yeah, yeah, I was I was hearing you talk about that yeah. earlier. That I, I found that funny because I did not realize that the one person I was chuckling at was you, like because of your background. You know, I said it in somebody else's tweet. Um, I'm always great as a side character, never the main. Always the I was in bride. a Teletubby outfit. Maid, I know how bride. you feel. I, got I mean, you. I w- Sorry, go ahead. I went on to Capri stuff a few times. I did karaoke. That's where I've got one of my shirts where Capri's hugging my face on a screen. Yep. Um, and I went on for his, his um, oh, what was it? It was like a child's game show from hell or something like that. Oh, God. Yep. Where he was had turtley the yep. turtle or whatever the hell it is. Capri, what's that? That that was fun because I was fitness man Greg, and the story behind that too it just cracks me up because Capri was like, "Hey, I got an idea for you if you want to be on it." I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And he's like, "Okay, you're gonna be like uh, a fitness man Greg." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I got this. Don't worry." Short, short took my wife's shorts, put my her shorts on, stuffed it with a sock in the center, put a put a um uh sleeveless uh a tank top on, put a yep. tank top on, put a bandana across my head, 
And then I took baby powder, put baby powder all over my nose and stuff. And then I just acted geeked out. Just completely geeked out. Why did I miss I would, that? That's fucking I would hilarious. Go off, I would go off camera and you could hear me go. It's just, yep. The fuck it out. And, and you're like, whoa! Just screaming <laughs> at everybody. Yep, I come back I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go! All right. And I, I have a clip of it somewhere and you can see like where Capri knows what I'm about to do. So he clips or he he goes off of my screen. Yep. And then he goes back and you can just see him like trying to hold back laughing. That's one of the funniest things too is like Capri does all these segments, right? On his stream. He does all of these like themed streams and he tries to be serious through them and stuff like that. And then you'll just get those moments where it's like you or anybody else that just catches him so off guard that he sits there and he just pauses and he smiles and he's like, fuck. <laughs> That's why I... I Anytime I've ever been brought onto somebody's show, if they don't need to know, I don't tell them what I'm doing. Yeah. No, that, that's not 100% fair. Like, nobody knew I was going to be in the Teletubby outfit. And now I'm, like, known as the Teletubby guy from that stream. Like, that's anybody funny. just sees that sexy island, they're like, wait a minute, you were the Teletubby. I'm like, yeah, that was me. I had two seconds of fame on that YouTube video. And now exclamation point, PP in chat while my sound effects are on, literally plays the audio quote from that stream. That's awesome. That's it. But <laughs> I I actually got kicked off of Game Pass Dad's um stream because I went a little too far, and then afterwards I was like, hey, um, yeah, I took that too far. I'm sorry. Oh no, <laughs> because it what was it? It was oh my god, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I told my wife to come on there with me, and then to like we'll act like we're like we're seriously in love, but then we'll have like these stupid arguments mm -hmm. um, where we really hate each other and just make it look like an absolute toxic relationship. <laughs> and Oh God. Um, and it ended up, um, he, game pass. Dad was like, he looked at Marissa. And he goes, Marissa, are you okay? Do you feel safe? And I covered the microphone and I turned over to her and I was like, if you say anything, I'll freaking, kill you know and he <laughs> kicked me as soon as i said that he's like nope 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 yeah i can understand why i went a little too far but she was she, she was, was laughing it. i was laughing game pass dad was a little taken back and then when you messaged him afterwards what was his reaction oh he was cool about it he was like yeah i just can't have that up on my thing i was like no no, no i get it it was kind of a um impromptu thing that i said and i didn't really think about what I was saying. Yeah. No, I can also think, because I've had him on the podcast as well, stories that he's talked about. I can understand why he didn't want that on stream as well. But yeah. to kind of wrap everything up here, before we get into your favorite segment, trivia, Ooh. I want to talk about, we, we've talked about where you might see yourself in a year. I want to talk about what you plan on doing in the next month or two. Like, because like I said, we, you, you've, kind of re reimagined your content on Twitch, right? You've, you've switched away from Warzone. You still might bring it in from time to time, but you're on other people's streams. You want to do more collabs. You, you have all of these ideas on a list that you're saying, and your offline content is popping the fuck off. What's next before this one-year goal? What's next for you? I want my YouTube to start popping off, to be quite honest with you. I want my, I want my no good reacts to pop off. Um, I have that one video that hit pretty hard. Mm -hmm. um, but 
you know, the, the whole purpose of me branching out to all these different mediums is to help grow the Twitch. Yep. Because I like interacting with people. Even when I'm playing games, I would rather interact with people and just chat rather than playing games. Dude, LaCroix make me burp. That's fine. <laughs> um, so I'd I want to grow the Twitch and grow back into a community where I can go back to just chatting Yep. and hang out with people. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like a hangout session, and that's what I love about it. It's my communicating with others. It's having fun with others. I like playing games with them, playing Jackbox games, words on stream, things like that. Mm -hmm. Things where they can interact along with me. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm enjoying doing the reaction videos. And part of me almost thought about taking a break from streaming and focusing solely on YouTube for a little mm -hmm. while. But then it's like I feel like if I do that, I'm just going to backtrack tremendously, and I don't really want to do that. So yeah. not going to. I'm hoping I can grow the YouTube and it'll help grow the Twitch and then it'll all kind of work together. Mm -hmm. But, but you know, and I'm, I bet a lot of people say that they want to make partner. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's, I just want to have 50 viewers in my stream, 40, 50 viewers. Do you want to hit YouTube? That'd partner. be, that would be YouTube partner. Yeah. I don't know if I can thousand because thousand subs, 4,000 watch hours. Yeah, but I have, like, most of my videos are copyrighted. There are copyright claims on them. So that really? puts you in a bad bracket. Um, I can, like, those guys have a hard time making money. Yeah. Except if they have uh, sponsors. Yep. If they have sponsors, that's how they make a lot of their money. Because most of that stuff end up ends up getting uh, copyright claims. Yep. Nah, I, I It's just so that. hard to get around that. So having a reaction channel is is... Really, it's purely for the love of doing it. Okay. Just lo the love of talking about movies and music. Yeah, just all your interests, and hopefully people that have the same mutual interests will pop in and share that excitement with you. Mm -hmm. I respect that. Is and I honestly, I'd love to find uh, movie lovers and start doing movie like streams where we talk about movies mm -hmm. and streams where we talk about music and things like that. Because the things that you love are the things that are going to grow. Yeah, no, like 100%. If you love streaming, people will notice it, people will come. That's one of the things that I stand behind, and it, it shows. It, it genuinely shows when you are interested, invested, and you love something that you do. With your mm. content, it is very obvious that you enjoy doing this, you love doing this, and the amount that you put out is realistically second to none. As a single individual, like by yourself, you put out more than anybody else that I know, and for that, that's fucking commendable. Uh, I want to give you like massive respect and props for that. I appreciate that because I was, <laughs> I'm I'm not tooting my horn yeah. uh, by any means because my Twitch numbers, they they don't show for it, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Um, so I'm not tooting my horn, but I was thinking about that. I'm like, I'm doing a lot of different platforms. I'm reaching out in a lot of different platforms. My growth is not as good as some of these other people, and that's fine. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. But then I started thinking, like, who else is putting out this much content on different platforms, hitting up all these different platforms? Yeah. And so it was just one of those things where I was just like, am I doing too much? Or is it just enough? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, am I burning the candle at both ends? 
if I were to give my two cents, I do feel like you have your eggs in, like, let's say you have 10 eggs, you have one egg in different baskets, like one egg per yeah. basket, right? While some yeah. people, you know, everybody says don't put all your eggs into your Twitch basket. I 100% mm -hmm. agree with that. If I have 10 eggs, I would probably say, like, seven of them are in the Twitch basket, though. Like, that's just yeah. for me. That's what I've been doing since day one. And, like, I, I can't say if it's working or not. My definition of success is different from others. I will say for me, I am successful. Like, I'm on the track to success for me in my eyes. Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it for sure. Right? To others, they might say, oh, no, you could be doing better. They compare me to other people. I don't give a shit about that. It, it, like, my opinion is the one that matters the most. If people want to agree or disagree with it that's perfectly fine everybody's entitled to their own opinion i'm the like i'll focus on mine the most um but i'm like open to criticism if anybody's got pieces of advice that they feel like will help me i'm always open to listen to that kind of stuff with right with, with you like you have two youtube channels you have two tiktoks you have your twitch you have your instagram like your instagram's popping you got like almost nine thousand followers on that alone Right? And that's a platform that you've had for quite a while, and you've also had success with multiple reels and posts and stuff like that. Get a lot more views than normal. But with sorry, with everything that you have and everything that you do, it does take – and also family is a big one in work. It does take away from your Twitch. It takes away from your streaming a little bit because when I looked at your schedule – or not your schedule, but when I looked at your streaming history – because I do that with every single guest I bring on to find out when you started. It was very sporadic, and that's not a bad thing. It's the consistency that stops you. You are consistent on all your other platforms. Dude, take a moment to acknowledge that. Poke. This is going to make it into the podcast on YouTube and Spotify. <laughs> Poke. We are recording a podcast. I will acknowledge that fully afterwards. But a quick thing is thank you for the 50 gifted. <laughs> Poke! 50 gifted! Sup, Poke? I love how, like, choppy it was because of Discord, too. <laughs> Poke, thank you for that. If you stick around for about 20 minutes, I want to be able to give you a proper thank you because you've done so much in the past week. Like, I want I, I want to kiss you. But to add on to my to, to add on to my point there. That one shocked me. Um <laughs> to, to add on to my point, the consistency is key on Twitch from what I've learned. Um yeah. even though we haven't like we've been in the same circle, but we haven't chatted as much as I feel like we should have. Um, you might know I stream like every single day. Yeah, you that, do. Yeah, no streamer should ever do that. Um, <laughs> and I, I've learned that the hard way through experience. I won't say I'm failing. I, it's not a failure that I stream every single day. It's, I enjoy doing what I do. Mm -hmm. I found a way to incorporate, you know, my love for gaming, but also into streaming, right? To where I can have a game three, four days a week, but then I still have my extra content. I have the podcast every Thursday. Right, that is consistent. That is scheduled. Right, my my waste of Warzone Wednesday. Even though I tell people Warzone, I get that nobody wants to watch it. The banter is the funniest thing on those streams. Yep. I get drunk. I play with my best friends that I know IRL. Like we're gonna be making fun of each other the entire time because we don't mean it, but it's gonna be funny. 
right? And I stand it, behind that because some of my funniest clips, in my opinion, have come from Warzone. The the death mics or whatever you call it are, are just fantastic. That's always fantastic. Incredible. Um, death tomorrow, master, uh, master, uh, master teaches trolley. Master chief. Master chief. <laughs> master teaches trolley. It's a segment I started a month ago. This is the Cuphead edition with Kirby TV. Okay, right. Or Kirby CWL for some of you who might have known him for longer like that. Aw, Kirby's a sweetheart. Kirby's a gem. Like, I, I have all these different kind of things that my schedule of seven days a week usually is filled with something different every single day. Mm -hmm. Now with this part-time job, it is teaching me, even though I haven't technically started it yet, it's teaching me that what I've been thinking about for the past few months, I'm actually going to have to do. And that's cut down a couple days a week. And I feel like when I do that, I'll be able to drop an extra egg into a basket of, let's say, YouTube or Hover or TikTok or Instagram or anything else. Mm -hmm. I will have that extra time because I worked four hours that day and I'm not going to stream that night. I officially have a whole stream. I can be on somebody else's stream. I could be doing offline exclusive content. I could be brainstorming new, improved, and over-the-top content from what I'm normally doing now, right? That little bit of extra time can go a long way, and I feel like with you having two YouTubes, two TikToks, the Instagram, Hover, because we didn't even talk about Hover yet, um, and your Twitch, you have more platforms, or more accounts, I should say, than anybody I know, and I'm not saying to like just stop doing anything with them, but figure out where your consistency should lie. And I feel like that should go for everybody. Your consistency currently lies on your biggest platform, which is TikTok, which is fine. And I recommend to do that. But think about the traction from TikTok to Twitch. That is the lowest conversion rate. And There's no conversion rate from TikTok to Twitch. And I know that. Whoever because said you have to post on TikTok to get the conversion is full of shit. My buddy has half a million on TikTok. He started the stream. He got 400 followers and then nothing. From 500,000 followers, he got 400 people to tune into his Twitch. Or like, to, to follow his Twitch. To follow, but they're not there. They're not there. Right. Maybe only like yeah. three or four are actually there. Mm -hmm. So the conversion rate was less than 1% to follow and then less than 1% to watch yeah. of the follow. Like It's because... TikTok is TikTok is uh, for the ADHD. Yes, very much so. <laughs> it's short for attention the span, short attention span, and people. A lot of people don't know what Twitch is, and they're too afraid to to download it and Give and it check up. it out. It's really weird to me. It's like you guys will download anything else, but I don't know what Twitch is. Never heard of it. I'm not going to download it. Yep, it's really yep. weird. Twitch has been a lot uh, around longer than TikTok. I've been around longer than I mean, not Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, but. Twitch has been around for a decade. Mm -hmm. And if you're on the social media world, you should pretty much know what every major platform is. And Twitch is a major platform, in, in my honest opinion. If you are consuming short-form content, you should know what Twitch is for long-form content. But mm -hmm. everybody knows YouTube. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. That's why people argue that streaming on YouTube is better than streaming on Twitch. For me, I feel like the Twitch culture is the best, by far, for streaming. And... When you're talking about streamers, the first place that comes to mind is Twitch. When you know you're talking about streamers. Mm -hmm. Right? Streaming on YouTube is getting better and better and better and better. They just added gifted subs or gifted memberships. Right? But 
they're in a weird spot. The discoverability is terrible. It's still bad on Twitch as well. Yeah, the discoverability is next to none. You have to be an avid live watcher on YouTube for them to even promote live channels to you. And I rarely ever come across a live channel. The only one I ever see is Ludwig. Mm-hmm. And that's and it's because, because I have you watch his and I have notifications on for him. That's it. Other than that, like if Mr. Beast is ever doing one of those kind of things, I have notifications on for him. I see the live, but that's like once every two, three months. Mm-hmm. But other than that, any other person I f- am sub to courage, Valkyrie, just to name a couple. I don't see them on my feed. When, when I live. never see Tim on my feed. I don't see Tim on my feed. I, I like, I don't see all these creators Respect. that have gone over to YouTube on my feed, but I'm subbed to them. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make I, sense. I, I never every see once in a while, I'll see a Tim one. I will admit, every once in a while. But that's only when I'm consuming a lot of Warzone content. Mm. But rea- realistically, I'm not. Uh, like, not not a lot anymore. But we, here comes another ramble trade that we just did. Uh, I want to wrap everything up. I want you to talk about the points that I said in regards to your eggs in a basket metaphor. What do you like? You want to focus on your YouTube. What do you feel like you got to do to focus on it more? What What is your goal to focus on your YouTube? Because we didn't get to that point. We you just said um, I want to focus on it. I need more time. Mm-hmm. I just need more time. Is really what it is. And it, it's it's a guilt thing. Yeah. Because every time I'm sitting here, I'm taking away from my family. So it's a guilt thing. Yeah. Um, as soon as I'm sitting at this desk, I'm not spending that time with my family. Uh, but I look at it from an artistic standpoint, mm-hmm. a creation standpoint, and I also look at it for future monetization as well. And that's how I'm able to justify sitting here because it's like if I do what I love and I do it well, eventually it'll have a little bit of monetization where it gives back to my family. Yeah. Um, and it gets out of their I don't. And I don't want money to be, to be the the factor in it. You know, I don't want that to be the factor. But it, it, we we all know if you if you love doing something, why not get paid doing it? Yep. Um, and we all enjoy the fact that it pays. Now nobody can deny that you enjoy the fact that it pays. Oh, of course. But especially if you have a family, because then then I can justify taking the time away to do it. But I'm doing something that I love doing. I'm doing, I'm creating. To me, this is my art. This is the art that I get to create. Mm-hmm. And I've done art all through my life. I've done drawings, paintings, all sorts of stuff all through my life, music. And this just feels like I'm back on stage. I'm trying to entertain, whether people are entertained or not. There's some that are, and there's some that aren't. All That's right. okay. Can't entertain um, everybody. But I would like to be able to get put more into my no good reacts channel um but i would also like to grow my twitch mm-hmm. i'm not saying partner level because that's not where my mind's at i'm thinking like increments yeah um because i know a lot of people have and i don't i don't i think people have unrealistic goals yeah i can um, agree with that a lot, a lot of the times i think there's people that are just like i'm gonna have partner in a year and then you go and you look at their content and you're like mm. You're not partner. Level. Not unless you're get, unless you're going to change something. Yeah, um, and I get that. And but for me, I just want to do better than my last stream. 
I don't need to be as big as Teeny, as big as Capri. Um, you know, I don't need to be a Tim the Tap Man, things like that. Yeah. What I need to be is better than my last one. And and that's growth to me. Doing better each time is growth to me. Um, okay. Doing better on my my YouTube videos, having more views on my YouTube videos, having reactions. Because I go through all the comments on my TikTok, on my YouTube. I go through all the comments, and I react to the ones that are necessary to react to. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll reply to them. And I try to pride myself on doing that, and especially with my community where um, a lot of the times I'll go into my whispers – and I'll hit up people like, hey, thanks for being there, or hey, thanks for resubbing, or yeah. for the subscription, or following, things like that. I try to communicate with people, and I don't know, what, what am I trying to say? I, I, I like the interaction. Yeah. You, you, you like being able to communicate with the community that you've been building, and you just wanted that to continue as you grow, but you want to grow. like that. Yeah, that, yeah. As a content creator, if you say you don't want to grow, you're lying. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially I want to grow to the point where I can do things with my chat again, where we can play games together, where we can interact together. I love doing that stuff, interacting with my chat, or even like I said, collaborating with other streamers, where it can be a fun time and chat can can watch and have fun. Yep, and hopefully be able to partake. When I when I originally wanted to do the paper rock scissor, I was telling people like, you don't have to be a streamer. Just download Discord on your phone or on your computer. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. You don't even have to be a streamer. Just join this and let's have fun. Yeah, and, that, and that's all that Twitch is about. Like as long as you have fun with it. In my opinion, that's all that matters. And if you can get paid for having fun, you're living the dream life. But the dream life does come with a lot of work behind it when you do start to take it oh, seriously. Dude. And that is the misconception for a lot of people who just get into it. And that's why 90% of streamers fail within the first year. There is a reason why you are here. No good. There is a reason why you are still streaming. There's a reason why you're still producing content. You have not failed. Yeah, you have not <laughs> failed in any way, shape, or form when it comes to your content. Maybe people have dispersed. Oh, well, they get a life. That is life. We can't yeah. control people. Yeah. All streamers do that. All streamers, right? You are one of the best content creators on all platforms right now, and I want you to continue to be the best that you can be. Go take care of what you got to take care of. This man just walked off screen. <laughs> Why'd you walk away? Why'd you walk away? Thank you for the compliment. Oh, shut up. But to wrap everything up, trivia. I've said to wrap everything up like three times, but to actually do it, the final segment, trivia. The thing that you've been kind of looking forward to, I feel like, because you said, ooh, I love trivia. I have 15 questions. Okay. 12 are standard. Okay. Three are catered. One has a bonus okay. point. So technically, I have less catered. Am I going to get food? No, no, no. Catered to your interests. I'm hungry. Uh, so am I. I'm literally okay. grabbing my dinner after this. Yes! But There are some rules to the trivia, <laughs> uh, but actually, I didn't even I didn't even show this. But I'm gonna wrap up with it. You know what? No, like when when we're doing the closing remarks, I'm gonna use that. But I have all the questions. There's a couple rules. Number one, chat cannot help you. Chat's now an official emote only. I take the first answer that you confidently say per question. You cannot skip a question. 
If you say, I don't know if it's this or this, that's fine. But if you say it's this, can't change your answer. Okay. You can take your time. Just don't start Googling shit. Yeah, I'll get the phone now. Let's do this. What sport do the Harlem Globetrotters play? Basketball. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Die Hard? I will say Die Hard does not count. <laughs> um, like an actual holiday movie. Home Alone? Uh, what does the term GPU stand for? Talking about PC parts. Yeah. Um, oof. Uh, I knew it. I can't remember it. I need an answer. Um, gross penis underneath. Which painter is known for cutting off his own ear? Uh, Van Gogh. How many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? Oh, fuck. Um, wait, wait, wait. Eight? You said eight, confident. Nine. You said eight, confidently. I'm taking eight. God. Which animal breathes out of its butt? Insects breathes out of its butt? Yep. A trolley? What is a perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling? <laughs> Wait, what? What is a perfect score in a game of 10-pin bowling? Oh, God. How much is one? 100? <laughs> what is James Bond's preferred drink of choice? Shirley Temple. If you are born on Christmas Day, what is your star side? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, where's Elon Musk when I need him? Um, I don't, uh, Sagittarius. In what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? Neville Longbottom, I know. Is it the, 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 the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe? Um, what is the first element on the periodic table? Um... That's a dumbass question. <laughs> Why would you ask a streamer that? How many people got this right? Um, two so far on the recorded episodes. Oh About my god, five. carbon. Um, when was the first iPhone released? What year? I'll give it to you within. Oh, one. within one year? Yeah, within one year above or below. The first iPhone? Yeah, the first iPhone. Two thousand and six. What was the name of the first battlefield? Bonus points if you could name the year it came out within one. The first battlefield? What was the name of it? Um. Oh, man. Uh, battlefield. Is it Bad Company? Okay. What year did it come out? Within one? I'll give it to you. Oh, shit. I don't know. Uh, 2010. What town was named in honor of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? What town was what named? What town in Indiana is known after or is named after the speedway? You should know named this. After, after the speedway? Maybe That's, I just don't understand the question. What yeah. so what town in Indiana? Yeah. Is named in honor of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Indianapolis? I'll give you the slightest hint. It is a tourist attraction. Tourist attraction? Like of a, we have tourist uh, attractions uh, uh, around of here? Of a city, yeah. It's a tourist attraction. 
Um, what is the city name? Brown County. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, do I, should I know this? Like what? I feel like you should if you live there. Oh man, I. Because I... you're gonna hate yourself when I tell you the answer. It's named after the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. What um, is the city named? Uh, Not the city that houses the Speedway. Right, right. I don't know. Um, fuck. This is going to drive me nuts. I feel like it will until I tell you it. It's going to piss me off, isn't it? I know somebody in chat is screaming right now. He's from Indiana. Um, I, it's named after the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Yep. Um, if it helps at all, I keep saying like city and town. It is a town. Uh. I don't know. Um, Carmel. <laughs> Where can people go to find your Twitch? Uh, no good. Average gamer. All one word. I was hoping for the URL, but that works too because you have the longest name in Twitch history. Even longer than Game Pass Dad, which is three words. You got four. You, you want you want uh, twitch.com slash no good average gamer? Dot com. Or, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Twitch.tv. Slash no good average gamer. That's a little better. All right. How <laughs> well do you think you did? Horribly. Okay. Is there any score you want to know before I give you yours? Anybody who you might have known who's been on here? Nah. You just go with mine. All right. You started off strong. What or what sport did a home go to? Just play basketball. One. What is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? Because I told you Die Hard doesn't count. Home Alone is correct. Uh, you were actually the first person on recorded episodes to get that right. Because Home Alone is a boss. It's the best fucking holiday movie of all time. What does the term GPU stand for? Graphics processing unit. You didn't get mm. it. It's not gross penis under. I don't have one of those. Neither do I. Which painter is known for cutting off his own ear? Van Gogh. This is where we go downhill. How many balls <laughs> are on a pool table at the start of a game? 16. Is it? What? You're thinking billiards. All right, not billiards. Um, you're thinking of the nine ball pool. Um, like standard pool is 16, 15 plus cue ball. Wait, what did you ask? What, what did you ask? How many balls are on a pool table at the start of a game? Standard game is 15, where you got to pocket seven oh. striped or solid, and then the eight ball. So 15 plus cue ball is 16. Okay. Okay. Uh, which animal breathes out of its butt? You got the T correct. It's a turtle. It's they breathe crawlers. out of their butt. Yep. Wow. Yep. Uh, what is a perfect I, score in a game of 10-pin bowling? It is 300. Mm. Yeah, well. What is James Bond preferred drink of choice? It's a martini. Shaken, not stirred. There you go. Uh, if you were born That was one of those that I knew I should have known, but yeah. I, I couldn't. It was on the tip of my tongue. You're a movie and buff, like... and I'm like, how did he get this wrong? Um, If you were born on Christmas Day, what is your star sign? It's Capricorn. You were one off. I am a Sag. It starts. I don't care about star signs, but I think Capricorn starts like the twenty second or something like that. Mm. Um, in what book series does Neville Longbottom appear? You're gonna kick yourself in the ass. It's Harry Potter. I was gonna say Harry Potter. Damn it! I never read the books and I never watched the movies. Same here. What is the first element on a periodic table? It's hydrogen. 
And what or when was the first iPhone released? What year? Within one, you got it. It's 2007. You said 2006. Now you're gonna kick yourself in the ass. What was the name of the first Battlefield? Battlefield 1942. Came out only on PC and Mac OS in 2002. 42 was the first one? 20 year anniversary of the first Battlefield is this year. Really? Yeah, and that's why I chose that question. Damn, I didn't realize that. So I didn't start playing until Battlefield 3. That's fair. That's fair. I figured you might have heard about a 20 year anniversary for Battlefield 1942. Because no. Bad Company, I believe, is like the third. It's the first one to come to consoles or something like oh, okay. that. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. Also, I should get this out of a mode only so people can laugh. Um, what town is named in honor of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway? I'm going to tell you this right now. I told you the answer about 15 times. This town name is Speedway. There's a town called Speedway? That is in honor of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That is a tourist attraction for like cars and motorcycles alike that drives over 45,000 people a year, I believe, was the statistics. That There's hosts, a town called Speedway? There is a town called Speedway that is named in honor of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That's just dumb. I'm looking this up. <laughs> Good Christ. There is a town called Speedway. It's. Please tell me it's like an hour from you. Um. Yeah, because it's close to Indiana. So it's or it's close, close to Indy. Yeah. So it's like a three ish hour drive. That's not too bad. Well, like halfway Indy, across the Indy's... state. Yeah, Indy is like a two-hour drive. Okay. And it looks like this is like right outside Indy. Yeah. Final work. People go to find your Twitch. You fucked it up like four times, but you got the point. <laughs> so remember how you said you're like a five out of ten? You got five out of 16. Hey! You still got go. the five. There we go. Yeah! Bitch! God damn it. <laughs> no good average gamer. And 5 out of 16, because I like to keep track of everybody, because eventually I want to bring people on for Trolley Trivia, which we've done a couple episodes of, and I want to keep, I want to make sure people have roughly the same score, so it makes it more fun. And at that point, you can potentially win a cash prize, but... Ooh, I like trivia games. This podcast is free, so... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I took your time, but ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude today's podcast. I'm all about it, dude. I, I like doing this. I, I, I like jumping on podcasts are so much fun to do been doing them for over a year now and it's like i i should have started recording them and posting them sooner but i kind of considered it like season zero if that makes sense for yeah, the yeah. first year and we did 39 episodes oh and wow now, and now we're on episode seven of the recorded ones so like i i genuinely really enjoy doing this and i don't know it, this is like one of the the, the the things I look forward to in a week and when I can't do it, it it's upsetting and I try my best to like you know incorporate it every single week even if it doesn't have to be on a Thursday or whatever based on people's schedules but um this is going to conclude the podcast today you've been an amazing guest I'm glad that we we were able to dive into a little bit of uh the, the history books for you from your band history to your wedding proposal to you streaming your wife giving birth all the way up to <laughs> Where you are currently, tell us what's going on with you in the near future, what we can expect from you, and anything else you want to plug or talk about, the floor is yours. 
Yeah. Um, I have about three reaction videos that I'm currently working on at the same time right now for my YouTube, which is No Good Reacts um, on YouTube. Top link in his direct.me. Yes. Yeah. You can find all my socials on the direct.me. You got my, I don't even know if I, my hover's in there though. I so hover so. is, what's that? I don't think so. But I find your hover below your name this whole time. On hover, it's just no good. Okay. Okay. So yeah, on hover, my name is just no good. So you can find all my socials on, um, on the direct, direct me. Sorry. I can't think. Um, I've got two YouTube channels, uh, two TikToks. About to start a third one. Completely different, but nobody's going to know it's me. Trust me. Okay. I have an, I have an idea I, I want to have some fun with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but it, like I said, nobody's going to know it's me. Um, Instagram, No Good Average Gamer. Um, I'm always posting on there. Right now, it's just focusing on the No Good Reacts and Twitch. Um, I like making the reaction videos and i love streaming and i stream every sunday tuesday and thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time and i normally go for about two hours i try to go for about two hours i gotta wake up early so yeah. but other than that we're going into the summer you know, my kids are gonna be out of school um i don't know if i'm gonna be oh i don't know if i'm gonna be pulling back at all i don't really want to because i love i love doing this i absolutely love doing it so Look forward to more videos on No Good Reacts and Flamingo. <laughs> Have you been here this whole time? Uh, for, for a good portion of it. Flamingo's my boy. Uh, he he's a he's a super hardcore community member slash friend. He's become a good friend. Flamingo. So I love having Flamingo around. Oh, dude, I didn't even see. He's been commenting. Oh These God! Are photos I didn't even get to These use. Are, this is so old. Yeah. Uh, this is when my first son was born, and he's nine now. That's so going on 10, so it's about 10 years old. It's insane to think about how quick time flies when you're having fun and living life, huh? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And by the way, if anybody does any music, um, I'm always down to collaborate on um, music stuff, too. And I've been thinking about that. Uh, I talked to Spooger. I was like, dude, if, if, we, if we learned a bunch of covers together, we could do a live cover show through discord onto twitch yeah i think that'd be fun to do that'd things be pretty like that cool. just get a few musicians together and then you guys are good i know there i know there's a couple drummers that's pretty easy to find dude that's never easy to find what do you mean i can get drummers are at least not around here i can message you too like that are streamers or content creators in general i can message you too kirby's one of them is kirby a drummer kirby drums that makes sense now. Now that you say that, it makes sense. The other one's Hayden. Yeah, okay. I knew I knew Hayden did because he actually streams it too. Yeah. Kirby Kirby's now on YouTube, but he still streams his uh his drumming content on Twitch from time to time. So Does he? Okay. Yeah, and I he does that. he does like live covers and shit like that. But that's gonna conclude today's podcast. Joe. You've yes. been an amazing guest. Thank you once again for taking the time out of your day to hop on here. I will be talking to you soon about some other content that I want to collaborate with you on. Ooh, but okay. Other than that, I'm going to go let you rest for tonight. Go have time. There you go. Spend some time with the family before you have to go to sleep. And I will talk to you another time. All right. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. This was fun. I'm glad. You have a good night, dude. All right, bud. You too.